Hello. Hello. So excited. Welcome to the Eric Lang Show, everybody. I'm Eric. I think you probably could guess. Uh, happy Monday, the greatest day of the week, as we all know. The first tea. Welcome to the first tea, your week. Um, I don't know. I think my volume's fucked up. All right. There we go. I'm alone. Jeff's not here, so I'm technically helpless. Not I'm I am helpless, but also technically. Not technically technicality, but literally the technique. No, I'm okay. I I know how to operate the podcast. We just use the sound gear from my show. Adventures in golf. We love actually recording sound is literally the bane of my existence when we do adventures in golf, because you know, you're always in some fucking weird place, like a military area that has, you know, scrambled scramblers on your audio on your um uh, like wireless microphones, you know, so you got to give everyone a mic. And also it's like hard to have a genuine interaction after you put a mic on someone who's not used to wearing a mic. So there's that a little tidbit. Um, but Hey, this is a huge day, not just cause it's Monday around. It's not just the first Monday of June. Is that true? It is true. <laughs> Confirmed. I looked at the map. Uh, I mean the calendar. Uh, calendar and maps are actually the same. They both give you the ability to read, I guess, the past, present, and future, right? One is just organized by time and the other is organized by place. I've always had this idea to do a map that shows every step I've ever taken in my entire life. But uh, I haven't, so that's that project. <laughs> no, but this is a big, big day. Huge Huge. This is the first podcast that is dun, 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 sponsored by Vice Golf. That was probably a little underwhelming because you already know that I work with Vice Golf. But I called them up in Germany and I said, Fräuleins, please sponsor the podcast. And they were like, no. And then I called them back a couple weeks later and I was like, Fräuleins, please sponsor the podcast. And they were like, and again, that's a no. And it's not a soft no. It's a hard no. It's we're not interested. And then finally I called them back and I was like, please, sponsors the podcast. I beg you. <laughs> or else someone else will. And they were like, um, okay, that's a yes. So this podcast is officially sponsored by Vice Golf. What that means is uh, really nothing. I got paid $12. And most of that goes towards uh, paleo cookie ingredients, which I'm going to have one very shortly because Vice Golf isn't the only sponsor of this podcast. I have an email in my inbox here with a contract, 13-page contract. Guys, this is huge news. Without the four of you listening, mom, dad, brother, sister, maybe Snowball listens. I don't know if he has a device that's activated I think I, I think I unplugged his device, but this is a contract and you get a kick out of this. It says, I never, ever thought I'd be signing a contract like this in my life. It says influencer agreement. This influencer agreement is made effective as of the effective date listed below. Well, by the way, those words are capitalized. I'm not sure why listed below by and between you ready. You ready? Adidas golf. I had the air horn prepared because I was like, it's big, exciting news. Adidas Golf, a business unit of Adidas America, and Eric Anders Lang, golf social influencer. 
All right, I got 13 more pages, so buckle up. The agreement between the parties consists, <laughs> imagine if I read the whole thing, consists of the basic agreement information and the standard. Anyone a lawyer out there? I My agent's a lawyer, but uh, he's busy. So, you know, if anyone has any legal advice, uh, the standard terms and conditions, which are attached here too. Initially capitalized terms used but not defined herein shall be as defined in the standard terms and conditions. Relationship. Oh, this is actually, I haven't read this yet. Lang is recognized and widely known as a golf commentator. Booyah! You ready? Golf commentator, influencer, and personality who is featured in all forms of media. This is fucking insane. Here's my cookie. I'm going to take a big bite real quick. I made the cookies different today, and they taste different. I put less sugar in because I was kind of going heavy. I was eating I was eating a lot of cookies, doing a lot of podcasts, eating a lot of cookies. Uh, so less sugar. Honestly, for my money, less sugar tastes just as good. Yeah. All right. So anyway, wow. I cannot believe how much money Adidas is going to pay me to do this. It basically equals a dollar a day for a lot of days. For just a dollar a day, you can get a golf influencer and social commentator. Can you believe it? Guys, to celebrate, to celebrate, I'm going to give away a pair of shoes. I don't know how, but they're going to be fucking sick. All right. They're going to be sick ass golf shoes. I'm also going to give away some golf balls. Hey, oh, guys, thank you. Seriously. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Without any listeners. I mean, I guess so. The Ashley Mayo episode is the most listened to episode, believe it or not. 5,000 listeners. So I'm trying to figure the math out, and it looks like my parents individually listened to the episode 2,500 times. Now, if we look at that math, and we look at... Stand by... 2,500 times an hour, so we can divide that by 60 minutes. Uh, No, actually, it's times 60 minutes, because it's 2,500 times 60. So that is 150,000 hours of podcast listening, just for my mom and dad. So then, 150,000 hours, so let's divide that by 24. So, oh shit, what is it, 150,000 hours? 150,000 hours divided by 24 hours in a day. Holy shit, that's 6,200 days. No, I did something wrong. 2,500 listens, 60 minutes a listen. That's, no, I did it wrong. 2,500 listens, 60 minutes a listen. Oh, yeah, so there's 150,000 minutes listened. And so if we divide, no, we got to divide those minutes back again by 60. Okay, so it's again... 2,500. So it's 2,500 divided by 24. So my parents somehow, it has taken 100 days to listen to the podcast 2,500 times. And the podcast was merely posted in uh, in uh, I think early May, mid-May. So somehow they have squeezed in a month 30 days, they've listened somehow to 100 hours, 100 days worth of podcast episodes. So good job, mom and dad. All right, I'm going to stop with the air horn. I'm going to stop. I'm sorry. 
I just feel I felt special. I downloaded an app and everything. I was all ready. I was so excited to share the news with you guys. But seriously, my parents didn't listen to the podcast for 100 days because we know that's not mathematically possible. So someone had to help. Who was it? Bots in China. Just kidding. <laughs> no, it was you guys. You fucking listen to this thing. And, you know, it started off as a joke. It started off as a random thing. And here we are now with a 13-page uh, contract that I can't read. Here's the craziest thing. My girlfriend is not uh, crazy. Cheers. Uh, my girlfriend uh, had a dream that I worked with Adidas long before the Adidas contract even was on the table. How cool is that? What? I mean, maybe she is psychic. I don't know. Um, but we, uh, but how cool? I mean, just how crazy is this? So, okay. Adidas is a cool company, though. I mean, it's still a company, you know? It's still a thing. But the people that work there, I find all really cool. I also like the guys at Nike. I like all the guys. But Adidas, you know, uh, in all of the sports that they represent, I really can get behind what they do. And that's what an honor for me to be able to not work with a company like, <laughs> I won't say their names, but, you know, you know, it's like, imagine if your hands were happy, what that would be like for your feet if they experienced, you know, some type of pleasure, which I find them very uncomfortable as it is. So I love Adidas shoes. I already wore Adidas, right? <clears throat> So how cool is that, you know? Um, last October, I got a call. Well, it's actually a really funny story. I'll tell you the full story, the full layout of the Adidas situation. So I walk, I got, hang on. I'm going to do this cookie bite off, off pod. Stand by. I'll be honest. It's, they're a little better without the, with a little less sugar. I put in a half cup instead of a quarter cup, uh, instead of three quarters cup. They're pretty good. They're a little bit more meaty. They feel a bit more like, um, I don't know, like I could eat more, you know? So, uh, okay, so PGA show 2017, all right? I go, and at this point, like, nine people have seen Adventures in Golf. No one gave a shit. But it was seemed like it was going to be popular, and we'd already uh, tied on a season two. So we knew we were going to be working on that. I went for work. Uh, the PGA Tour Live or something wanted uh, a video of me going through the PGA show. And so I went and, you know, I did my job and we went through and bugged out. I met John Daly. It was pretty nuts. Um, went to a bunch of parties, had fun. And then <clears throat> also saw a bunch of friends that I love in the golf industry. So many great people in the golf industry, really. And so I go, uh, I go and I, uh, I run into my friend, Jason Goldsmith, who is a main feature in the golf movie, uh, the mental game uh, documentary that I'm working on called Be the Ball. And so Jason Goldsmith is well known for being the mental coach to the stars, as it were, Jason Day, Jason Goldsmith, among many, many others. But he basically brought Jason Day to number one. Obviously, he wasn't the only person, but he made a lot of changes in Jason Day's game, mentally speaking not only around swinging the club, but believing that you're a great golfer, Jason Day, you know, because, you know, he was great, but he was struggling. Like he was actually considering quitting golf. And then Goldsmith comes in and he says, let's do this. You know, let's, let's fucking, let's fucking make you internally the champion that you are externally. Let's, let's put those two together. And they have the whole process. I'll save it for the movie, but you know, I mean, it's an incredible story of, of three years of work. And then ultimately Jason Day sitting there at the, um, 
want to say the BMW uh, playoff. I can't maybe Deutsche Bank. I can't remember, but you know, and he's number one, and he's smiling about it. He's laughing. He can't believe it. He said he he said he didn't think it would be able to happen, and then finally he did. Finally, he believed it. <clears throat> so Goldsmith is a friend of mine. We worked together a lot throughout the film. He helped me on my mental game. He helped Brandon Hagee, a subject in the film. Um, you know, and just one of the sweetest guys in the golf industry. Just always has time, always interested. And, you know, I judge people's character by what they, how they treat people who have nothing to offer them. And to some extent, I had nothing to offer Jason. We just had a natural connection that was really beautiful. And so I see Jason uh, Goldsmith there at the PGA show and we start talking and he's all excited. You know, he's fucking amped. And I'm like, what's going on? What are you, why are you so excited? He's like, dude, I just had the craziest thing. And Goldsmith also works with Deepak Chopra. So this story, you know, shouldn't surprise you when he mentions laws of attraction. So, cause he's really into believing is seeing, right? Not the other way around. And so we, so he's like, dude, I, I got to tell you this story. And I was like, I love stories. Hit me, Jay. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're in like this 8 million square foot office building with every golf business hack endemic all centered around, you know, just literally flipping business cards like they're pennies into a fountain, you know? <clears throat> and so Goldsmith's like, dude, so I came down here and I was like, yo, why am I paying for golf clothes? I should be getting free clothes. Like I work with the best people in the world. I should be getting free golf clothes. And I nodded and I was like, respect, totally right. I'm just a kid at the time, you know, I'm, I have no idea what's left and right. Um, literally uh, just like a month or two off of divorce, just feeling like a complete, you know, burned piece of bacon. Actually, I love burned bacon, so I'd be more feeling like a wet piece of cold salami, which is actually much more accurate. I hate wet cold salami. I mean, can I get some, can I get some, you know, anyone? You in the back. You like wet cold? Okay. Um, so, so, so Goldsmith says, I should be getting free shit. And so I sat down and I meditated. The guy meditates like 27 hours a day. Like you talk to him and you literally, you, it's sort of jarring because you know that he's seeing inside you and is literally grabbing your oldest memory and cleaning it off so that you can remember it yourself. He's like one of the most deep and like, and just like, passionate and calm individuals I've ever met. He'll be on the podcast. I just, I just texted him actually. We're going to go, we're going to see him at the, uh, at a tournament later this year, which you will be involved with for show. So, um, so he's like, I, so I sit down and I meditate and I'm like, what brand do I want to work with? Like what brand do I want to wear their shit for free? So he thinks, thinks about it, thinks about it, thinks about it. Johnny O. Okay. So Johnny O. Walks in the next day, which was the morning that I saw him, the morning of the day I saw him. Walks through the gates of the PGA show. Steps inside the mad ant farm that is this golf industry hub. Meet and greet. Business card swapathon. If you've been, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been, that's all you're missing. Uh, the parties are the best part, really. You know? um, so he walks in, and the first person that he makes eye contact with walks right up to him and says, Hi, hey, Jason, my name is blank. 
his name's not blank, but my name is, you know, Mr. T <laughs> and I work with Johnny O and I'd love to get you outfitted in whatever you want to wear. Hands him a business card. I mean, come on. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? So he tells me that story and I look at him and I was like, Jason, I'll be right back. I'll just, do you mind? I'll be right back. I'll just be, I'll be back in 15 minutes. So I walk away feeling flooded with intensity from Jason Goldsmith's deep, deep blue eyes. Maybe they're green. I can't remember, but they're incredibly beautiful. And his skin is tan like a motherfucker. I found out he was half Puerto Rican and I was like, oh, you're not even tan, you asshole. That's just your native skin color. I thought he was just rocking like an insane year round, like literally like Coco Chanel tan. Turns out he's just Puerto Rican. Hey, luck. some people got all the luck, you know? Me, I'm Swedish, so I don't even know what that means. It means I could drive a truck. <laughs> it means I got a job at Ikea whenever I want. Um, I love Ikea. Come on, can we get some love? Like Ikea, Swedish meatballs, whatever, I'll take it. Coffee? Coffee's not so great there. Oh, I want a coffee. So, so I leave him, and I know exactly where I'm going. And I think you know where I know I'm going. Do you know? Do you know where I was headed in that moment? To the Adidas booth. I walked right in. <laughs> like a fucking clown. I walked right to the front desk. I said, hey, my name's Eric. I'm the host of some web show that you've never seen called Adventures in Golf. And I don't have any shoes to wear. <laughs> and I love Adidas. And I would love for you guys to send me free shoes. <laughs> and the lady at the counter was like, okay. Well, uh, 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 hold on one second. So she brings me around and she's like, we can't give you any shoes right now. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just like Goldsmith, like had a patient to wait for patience to wait for someone to come to him. I'm just like an eager beaver. You know, I just ran up in there with a little, no business cards though. So she goes, hold on, whatever. And anyway, long story short, she introduces me to somebody. They're equally confused as to my presence in the booth. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that was in January. I come home. This is uh, now uh, a year and a half ago, I guess. So a little, little bit less than a year and a half ago. I come home to L.A. I get email introduced. We're on an email chain. Back and forth, yada, yada, yada. The person who I'm talking with loses at her job. Uh, quits, gets fired, whatever. Who knows? Uh, harassment, lawsuit. I have no idea. And then it gets turned over to somebody else. Anyway, months go by, and I still don't have any shoes. And I'm calling Goldsmith like, hey, can I get some can I get some, like, what does I got to do, hey? And um, anyway, no, then the shoes show up, and they're beautiful. They're the best shoes that I've ever not paid for in my entire life. Because I think at that time, those were the first pair of shoes that I hadn't paid for. I didn't even know at the time that I was becoming a golf influencer. Social commentator. No, it doesn't say social. It just says commentator, which is great. Because I will commentate. Left, right, and center. Um, and so, finally, the shoes arrive. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Right? That's not the end of the story, though. So, it continues on, and I, I uh, September rolls around. And the guy who sent me the shoes, really nice guy. We played golf together. We had a couple of meetings together. He calls me and says, look, man, I'm doing this event in New York City on October 15th, 
This is now six months ago in October, seven, eight, nine months ago, whatever. And we'd love for you to host it. Are you free? And I was like, yeah, I'm uh, actually, well, no. And, and, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I can be free, you know? What's up? You know, even though I'd already booked a trip to Ireland with my parents, I was just like, whatever, dude, I need to work. You know what I mean? Like I got it. You got to eat the cereal when it's poured. You know, if you wait too long, the milk gets all soggy and then it's not even cereal anymore. It's basically shit. And I don't like eating shit in any situation, much less financially. So I take the cereal. It's crispy. The milk is cold as fuck. And I eat the cereal basically with a soup spoon and all of a sudden, I'm interviewing Dustin Johnson in a studio in New York City in front of like 30 uh, golf riders. And I also interview like some executives from Adidas Golf. And I'm like the fucking moderator. And they get me outfitted in a whole Adidas outfit. And then I say, you can have all this stuff. And I got paid, which was crazy. And at the time, DJ was number one, you know? He's still number one in my heart. Respect, DJ. And, um, you know, like then nothing really happened. Then, then they started sending me a few more shoes and then all of a sudden I reached out again and I was like, look, let's put some shoes on my feet. Let's make it official. Sponsor the podcast. And they were like, okay. And I was like, I literally was, I put my phone on mute. Cause I was like, no way. How is this happening? And so anyway, here we are Monday morning, a contract, no lawyer and a fuck ton of shoes. So anyway, I really want to thank you guys um, from the bottom of my heart. You know, you've done, you know, you've, you've listened, you've been excited to listen, you've shared it with friends, you've, uh, you know, you've done, you've done your part in this podcast situation, however that works. And uh, so I'm just really grateful. Um, what else? I had, I took notes, all right? I don't want to show up empty-handed. I know you show up and you're expecting something. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. Um, I got a question here. Let's see. Uh, I wasn't going to answer this, but I read it, so I feel like I will. It's a tough one. My question is, out of the golfing greats, who would you have loved to play with? <clears throat> out of the golfing greats, who would I have loved to play with? Well, Bobby Jones. That's my answer. Bobby Jones, all right? Look, Bobby Jones, uh, if you know who he is, this segment may bore you. If you don't, then hopefully it also doesn't bore you. <laughs> Bobby Jones. I got his Wikipedia right here because I don't know shit. Bobby Jones. Robert Tyner Jones Jr. Born March 17th, 1902. Sadly, passed away December 18th, 1971. He was an American golfer. was one of the most influential figures in the history of the sport. He was also a lawyer by profession. Coincidentally, my brother worked for uh, Jones and Bird, which was Bobby Jones's law firm in Atlanta. Jones founded and helped design the Augusta National Golf Club and co-founded the Masters Tournament. 
The innovations that he introduced at the Masters have been copied virtually every professional golf tournament all over the world. Now, we can probably look at one of the podcasts from David Owen and see that perhaps Bobby Jones didn't make all those, and perhaps it was Cliff Roberts. But Jones was the figurehead. Jones was the most successful amateur golfer ever to compete at a national international level. During his peak from 23 to 30, he dominated top-level amateur competition and competed very successfully against the world's best. He often beat stars such as Hagen and Sarazen. He earned his living mainly as a lawyer, though, and competed in golf only as an amateur, primarily on a part-time basis, and chose to retire from competition at 28. Jesus Christ. That's so long ago for me. Though he earned significant money from golf after that as an instructor and an equipment designer. Explaining his decision to retire, he said, it's something like a cage, championship golf is. First, you're expected to get into it, and then you're expected to stay there. But of course, nobody can stay there. Jones is most famous for his unique Grand Slam, consisting in his victory in all four major golf tournaments of his era. Right? The Open and the Amateur Championships in both the U.S. and the U.K. in a single calendar year. In all, he played in 31 majors, winning 13, and placing among the top 10 27 times. So this guy is a legend for sure. But if you go beyond just those stats, we look at Bobby Jones, all right? He is a teacher, right? Not just a golf teacher, but he's a life teacher, right? He, I don't know if he was a nice person. I don't know. And I don't think that really comes into the equation of who would you play golf with. But what he did was, he looked at how golf is a tool to learn from. You know, one of my favorite quotes of his is, I never learned anything from a match that I won. I never learned anything from a match that I won. I mean, what a great way to look at it. You know, the easy road. It's calm seas a good sailor never made. Right? And that's sort of why we play golf, I think. We want the adversity. We want the bad bounce. If we went out and just shot par every round, well, you'd get tired of the game pretty quickly, I would imagine. We want the difficulty. We crave that. Without those shitty pars, the ones where we get hit the green in two on a 580-yard par five, and then we three-putt. Without those, golf loses its mystery. Mysteries are important because we don't understand them. Like, if, it wasn't, if there was no mystery, and the mystery isn't some type of psychological thing with golf. I mean, it is because the game you play the smallest fairway, five inches between your ears. But it's this idea that we uh, will never figure it out completely. That, that's, I think, why we play to the degree that we play. I mean, here's the thing. I have the golf bug right now. I'm freaking out. I want to go to the range six times a day, but my back actually feels the other way. My back started to hurt me. I just went to my uh, swing swing coach. I, it sounds weird to say I have a swing coach because I don't. I have a friend named Dana, and Dana is a rad swing coach. He, I actually did a podcast with him, so he'll be on in a couple weeks, and you'll be able to get a preview of Dana Dahlquist's 
inner monologue. No. <laughs> That'd be really funny to do a podcast of someone's thoughts. <laughs> that technology may exist one day. Um, but you know, I got the golf bug, man. Like I just want to, I just want to hit balls. Like I changed my swing up a little bit. All of a sudden my left knee hurts, my left and my back hurts and my elbow hurts and something else hurts. Um, knee back, I don't know, my heart, my soul. Um, but I'm hitting the ball a lot better. My swing speeds up and I'm just hitting nice little shots, you know, little consistent shots. And, um, yeah, but I got the bug and I just, I want to score. And I think what's interesting is about golf, you know, I think with golf, we kind of come in and out of it. You can never be all one thing all the time. I think it'd be very exhausting and probably very boring to just love golf your entire life at the same capacity, right? <clears throat> I think we kind of, I think we kind of like, at least for me, I mean, I know me. That's the guy I know. I'm trying to get to know him at least. Whoa, mic drop. Um, and... I think, you know, my interest in golf changes, you know, I mean, obviously I spend almost all of my time in and around thinking about planning golf things. Now, obviously planning a trip to Iceland to shoot the golf show, a lot of that isn't golf. Like I'm, I'm actually planning a show and I'm thinking about, uh, locations and rental cars and cameras and like, who's going to work and when we're going to do it and communicating with the dude there. And, you know, I'm trying to figure this out trying to figure that out. And, you know, but, but pretty much outside of that, I mean, we're storytelling a golf show. We're telling a golf story. Oh, that's a good name for something. A golf story. Um, so, you know, I mean, most of my life is kind of rel relatively devoted to golf. And so, you know, going to play golf for the last few months, maybe even, maybe even a little longer has been an experience of this is fun, but it's cool. It's not hot. You know what I mean by cool and hot? Like, like cool is like, yeah, I could go see that movie. I'm okay. What, you know? Yeah. If it, if it works out great, but you know, honestly, I'm okay without it. And like, hot is like I need to see this fucking movie the minute it comes out I already know everything about it and all of his characters I actually know the story behind the story and the other story and there's other stories over there and I know all of them and like you know when I started playing golf I was hot for a long time like all I wanted to do is rip balls just rip them and I just wanted to play golf I wanted to shoot low I wanted to break 90 I wanted to break 80 I wanted to make a birdie I wanted to make an eagle I wanted a hole in one you know, and I got all those things, right? And then I started doing a golf show and all of a sudden people are like, oh my God, you're the guy from the golf show. And I'm like, wow, you've seen it. And, you know, I don't know, just like shooting a low score stopped to matter to me. Like, like it just didn't mean anything to me anymore. And I just started going out with nine clubs and a speaker and I would play six holes, nine holes, 14 holes. I would play 16 and a half holes and I would be near the clubhouse and I would just, eh, I'm going to go home. I was always, I always loved the game, but the hot wanting of score went away and I just didn't care anymore. Um, and now it's back. I want to shoot a f I want to post a fucking number. Look guys, you know, what's coming up. It's on my calendar. July 28th. Wilshire country club. Cub champ, club championship qualifier, 28th and 29th. August 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Wilshire Country Club, club championship. 
look, I'm telling you, I want to win this thing. I want my name on the wall. I want to go down in history, not in a notorious way, in a very positive way for my good golf skills, not just because I'm a good human being. I want to be known as a good golfer. And now I obviously know that this is silly. This makes no sense. This is sort of the folly of all of us. This is something we do in jest or in error. But anyway, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my hardest. I'm going to try. I'm going to take some lessons. I'm going to do my mental game. I'm going to do my meditation. I'm going to take my own medicine. But I got the golf bug big time, man. I'm telling you, I went, I played golf uh, at six in the morning the other day. And then I literally was like, I'm going to go to the range. And I was like, no, I went to the range twice yesterday. I can't go to the range today. I'm playing in two tournaments this week. I can't do it. Um, so that's my answer, Bobby Jones. I pulled up some golf quotes I thought would be interesting to read. Uh, oh, no, I got another question. <gasps> Excuse me, hiccup. Uh, can we get some advice on improving to a single-digit handicap? That is a great question. The answer is no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, well, going back to the whole golf bug thing and putting, in a, in a hot, wanting way, putting that desire before the experience, you're going to have a hard time. Like, if Jason Day walks around and says, I want to be number one, it ultimately affects all of his movements adversely. You're taught by all the mental game coaches not to do that. So you got to switch it around, I think. I mean, getting to a single digit, I mean, to be totally like, just what is it? Okay, well, you probably got to work on your short game. That's what separates the men from the boys out there. You might want to work on your mental game. You might want to walk out there and think that you already are a single digit. You might want to walk out there and just be like, I'm the fucking man, you know, or woman, whatever you are, you know, or it, they, them, her, we, you know, animal. You could be a dog. If, by the way, if you are a dog and you're playing golf, please call Jeff. Let's get you on the podcast. I would love to hear what you have to bark about some things. See that? I just thought that was a little joke. It was totally spontaneous. We can bark at each other. How? It'd be a howling laugh. It'd be a howl. It would be, we could eat some dog food together. We could go on a walk. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Where are you? You're in the car? You having a good drive? That person that cut you off? Tell you what, they probably play golf. And they might like you. Oh, man. Um, so, I got, yeah, I got, got some golf quotes here. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, single digit. Work on your shit, you know? Figure it out. Give yourself a couple years. It took me three or four years to get to a single digit from zero, having never played. And for a long time, I was an 11, and then I started really going down, and I got down to a 5, and then I slowly worked my way back up, and now I'm happy to report that I'm a 9.8. Very, very proud of my 9.8, because like I said, I like for almost two years now, or a year and a half, I haven't really had the golf bug. As soon as we kind of stopped shooting the film, um... I just kind of let go because it had been so intense, so trying to break par. Like the whole goal of the film is that I'm trying to break par. And, uh, you know, I mean, watch the movie. But, you know, like it was hard and it took a lot out of me. And so I think after that, I kind of like needed to just step back for a minute on the game of score. 
And so now here I am was just for a long time, just loving the game of golf and the social experiences that can occur, the travel experiences that can occur, the individual shots that can happen that are simply magical. I mean, um, you know, like a chip in is one of my favorites because they have the chance, right? Chip ins, you have had, you know, maybe 10. Those are fucking fun because you're not always expecting it but when it pops in you're like oh my god i'm so good but it's not like let's take a photo give me the flag all of a sudden this and that it's just like i chipped in it's a low-key hole in one okay so um keep your sense of humor there's enough stress in the rest of your life not to let the bad shots ruin a game you're supposed to enjoy amy alcott Oh, this is interesting. Discipline and concentration are a matter of being interested. Tom Kite. Well, that's interesting because we're just talking about interested, like being interested in golf. All of a sudden, now that I'm interested, I'm much more like willing to go to the range and like hit balls multiple times a day or, you know, um, you know, focus on the game itself and like look at the putt from multiple sides. So, yeah, I mean, Tom's really right. It is a matter of interest. Um, what's interesting about the golf bug itself is it's this idea that I want to hit the ball perfectly as much as possible. You know what I mean? And, and in a way that sets me up, you know, for potentially difficult rounds, right? Like, cause it's like, you know, I don't always put the ball in the right place. You know what I mean? I don't always, sometimes you need to work on that. Um, but that's my favorite spot to be is sort of the, like I said, you know, like the adversity. Like I love to be under a tree with a 60 yard draw from 160. I love to hit like a low hooking weird half six iron, you know. Um, golf is a compromise between what your ego wants you to do, what experience tells you to do, and what your nerves let you do. Bruce Crampton. Bruce Crampton. Bruce Crampton is, uh, is an Australian pro, um, and he was actually born in New South Wales, which is where I just played. I had such one of my favorite rounds. You know what a beautiful course, randomly paired with a friend in another continent, far away from where we had originally met. Uh, Winston Churchill says, "Golf is a game whose aim is to hit a very small ball into an even smaller hole." with weapons singularly ill-designed for the purpose. Booyah. Bruce Lansky says, on a recent survey, 80% of golfers admitted cheating. The other 20% lied. <laughs> Holy vey. Lee Trevino, the older I get, the better I used to be. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, so, I got the golf bug. You got the golf bug? I'm almost going to watch like swing analysis videos on YouTube, but that's a rabbit hole that I don't know if I can go down, you know? Oh man. What else? I don't know if I have anything else to talk about. I think that's it guys. Have a great week. Oh, I want to tell you, there are so many great podcasts coming up. I am so excited. Uh, we got, like I said, we got one with, uh, Dana, um, the next, uh, guest we have is Dave Annable. So Dave, I mean, we went on and on like, uh, I, I hope you guys like the longer ones. I don't know. They're a little long. 
I don't know. Maybe they get boring. I apologize if they do. But anyway, Dave Annable's an actor and golfer. And um, we apparently have a lot in common. It's kind of crazy what came up on the podcast. So we'll send that out on Thursday morning. And um, yeah, if you got any ideas for guests or questions or whatever, uh, let me know. I'm going to go to, I think, in July, the last week of July, I'm going to go to the WGC, which stands for Wow Wow Golf Cha Cha. I don't know if you knew that. That was that was one of the worst jokes I've ever made, and I apologize to you, your family and friends, anyone who may have been listening. I'm deeply sorry. It really stands for Willie Great Cheeseburger. No, again, just a bad joke. I'm sorry. The W into the R is just creepy, so I'm sorry. What it really stands for. is World Golf Championships in Akron, Ohio. So if you're in Ohio or nearby, we're going to set up a meetup of strong proportion. We're going to fucking hang. I will have hopefully won the Wilshire Country Club Championship the day before I fly out. And I'm going to do a bunch of podcasts with professional golfers. Charlie Hoffman, we got a yes. Uh, Got some other maybes. Got a lot of maybes. A lot of people are definitely down to say maybe. Uh, but you know, what I'm thinking of is we'll do a cool way of like, if you got questions for pro golfers or specific ones in general or all across the board, just hit me up, let me know. And, um, you know, if we use it, I'm going to send out a really cool gift, really cool gift. It is, I'm not going to tell you it's a cool gift though. I know that I think it's cool. Maybe it's not cool to you. I think you like it. Look, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you right now. We got to save the surprise. We got a month. No, we got two months. That's two months away. Jeez. I'm looking at my calendar here. This is fucked. Oh my God. What's today? Oh my goodness. I leave in a couple of days. I'm going to go to Death Valley. Death Valley, where you at? <laughs> if anyone is in Death Valley, listen to this. We, I want to know. Now, Death Valley, we're going to do uh, an Adventures in Golf episode. And then um, the week after that, Thursday, I go to Michigan. I know a lot of people are in Michigan, but, dude, I'm in the middle of nowhere. We are way T-fuck in bumfuck newswear. So, you guys, we're going to be Audi. And then uh, playing in a Hickory tournament. And then I'm going to uh, Buffalo. Buffalo, New York. Anyone in Buffalo, def hit me up because we're going to be chilling with Dick the Destroyer, who is a... Um, uh, Lucha Libre wrestler who opened a golf course in his backyard and he's a character so that'll be a comedic episode for Shua. and then after that the next night we're going to fly to Iceland and we'll be there for a handful of days soaking in the midnight sun catching the rays wearing reflective outfits you know I hate sun I'll wear a windbreaker in any type of sunlight then we're going to go to Dublin where we're going to have a day and try to play uh, a little course called Royal County Town, but it might not happen, so we may need to switch the calendar around. We're going to look into that. Uh, the problem is flights over there are complicated. Not a lot of flights, and like, you know, the one option you want takes 90 minutes, but then all of a sudden the next flight, if you want to leave at a different hour, it takes eight hours. And I'm not willing. I'm unwilling to submit to that. Uh, and then we're going to go to, uh, well, then we got a couple other locations. If you know anything about Isle of Man or Yotebori, otherwise known as Gothenburg, let me know. We're going to tack on a couple days onto the trip. 
for um, just some fun shiz. So let me know if you're around. And uh, have a great week. Man, enjoy your golf swing because it's the only one you got. I'm not going to do an air horn. I thought about it. I did. I literally just thought, I'll do the air horn. And I was like, don't do the air horn. You've got good music. The show's winding down. The music's fading up. Everyone's already stopped listening. They're moving on to the next podcast, which is Shack House, and it's better. Uh, so just let them go. Stop being the creepy, creepy dude. All right, everybody. Have a great week. Talk to you soon. <laughs>